Welcome to the Oral Report, the sexual exploration podcast that goes beyond sex ed, where we share, advise, and make the world a better place. One orgasm at a time. fast for my... Uh, Did it? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> thank God it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's done. That's true, I guess. There's a lot of stuff that went down. There, wow, yeah, we had an exciting year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but eight is my favorite number, so I'm excited to write that, like, well, that's all good. the time now. Yeah. I haven't written the date yet. I think the first time I wrote it was at work, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That it's makes Nice. Yeah. So how was uh, your holiday? It was so nice. I got to go home and see, like, kind of everybody I wanted to see one time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I wish I got to see them a little bit more, but, yeah. yeah now I'm back, nice. and it's nice, and it didn't feel like, like a total whirlwind. No, me neither. Mine was pretty chill. Yeah. I was at, the only, the only houses that I went to were family members. Right. And I went to, like, a, a dinner party with my mom, and then... <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to, like, a Christmas tea. <laughs> Ooh, that's so fancy. Oh, yeah, it was also at someone's house. But, right. Like, that was it. it we was always so chill. do, like, a Christmas cookie decorating nice. party with this family that we know, so that was really Aww. fun. Yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good year. It was very chill. Good. But, um, this year, I now have... Let's see, I'm going to Vegas at the end of this month. Yay! So, everybody wish me luck. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I know. I hope you take so many pictures. Oh, I think I'm going to have to, like, live stream. Yeah, I hope you make the Instagram really lit. Yeah, I will. Because, I mean, what's the point of being at... Somewhere the, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I also found out that there's a lingerie one in April. So Where? In, in Vegas? In Vegas also. Very cool. Yeah. So I just bought tickets for that as well. So I have two trade shows Ooh, this year now. I like lingerie. Yeah, I know. I want to see the stuff in person. Because yeah, and touch it. Exactly. I have to be able to touch it and like figure out if this is actually decent quality or, you know. Right. Whatnot. True. So, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. So, do you have anything else turning you on? Um, yes. So, I have finally picked up Roxane Gay's book, Bad Feminist, which I know I'm a little bit late to the game. Um, better late than never. Better late than never. It was published a couple of years ago, so it's it's not, like, dated in the ideas, but it is dated mm-hmm. in, like, the political climate and what's going on. And then she does have a couple new books, which I now really want to read. Um, but uh, I'm so glad that I took uh, Kate's recommendation mm-hmm. um, because I loved it. I, like, can't put it down. I've been enjoying it on the bus and the train and kind of, like, wherever I've been going. Um, I've been like carrying it with me, and it fits really well into this purse that I have, which is really nice. And Very convenient. It's super convenient. <laughs> and I really, actually, what I didn't know about it is that she writes these essays, but kind of through the medium of literary criticism on books and, I guess, other media as well. And that's like sort of how she frames the essays. Hmm. And if I didn't, if if I had known that going in, I might have almost been, like, turned off by it. Yeah. But I actually am really enjoying it, and it's So, wait, so cool. she is doing... 
she's sort of reviewing other people's articles. Yeah, I don't know if it's as, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it's on purpose, but I don't know if, like, everybody would pick up on that, but it does seem that in every essay she really is kind of doing a criticism, and it's not always, like, a negative criticism, it's just, like, a conversation about different, um, forms of media but primarily books and like how that relates to the topic that she's writing on that's cool yeah it is really cool and it now it, like, it's expanding the library that I want oh, to I read was, I was gonna say yeah in some cases because in other cases she like is just rips kind of, like rips apart books, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's cool and I think like the idea most of all is that it's impossible to be a perfect feminist mm-hmm. and that like that is never the goal and that like we're always growing and like we can enjoy the things that we enjoy but like know that Sometimes, like, we just have to be aware of, right, of, yeah, our actions and feelings and where yeah. they are socially. Interesting. Huh. Nice. Well, I'll have to read that when you're done. Yeah, please. And you can read State of Affairs. Yes, although I really, that's yeah. Esther Peril, and I really want to read Meeting in Captivity first, which mm-hmm. they were sold out of at my bookstore. Yeah, this but is, yes. it's just super interesting. Are you reading that now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about, not halfway. Was she maybe on a TED Talk? She, yeah, she did a TED Talk. She has her own. Yeah. Um, she has her own podcast. Okay. I she think, does? Yeah, I think Ooh. it's Where Are We Now? Mm. I think that's what it's called. And I started listening to it the other day when I was driving, but, because um, it is legitimately couples doing counseling sessions. Whoa, that's really cool. Yeah, and then she'll kind of like, break, and she's in the session as well, and so she'll, you know, give her input during the session, but then she'll also kind of pause and do her own input outside of it. Got it. Uh, oh, it's where should we begin? Where should we begin? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's really cool. Yeah, I, mean, I just, I remember her, I, yeah, I'm, now I know that that must have been her on this talk, because she was talking about, like, infidelity. Yeah. And how, like, yes, it changes your relationship, like, drastically, but it doesn't always have to end it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was really, really interesting. It was very interesting. Um... That, and then, what else? So she has her TED Talks, she has that, she has her books. I don't know, she's just really badass. She was on NPR a little bit ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, her accent is pretty strong, though. It so. is, wait, what is, who is Ooh, she? Belgian? Oh. I think. Okay. Yeah, so she has a French accent, so, you know, driving. Right, I do remember that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not best to listen to if you're in, like, a really noisy, crowded Got it. But but yeah, but what she actually says is amazing. Noted. Yeah. Great. Well, what's turning you on, if not? Those Um, books, I'm sure, are, but specifically. I know. I just bought a ton of new books, so my my reading list is is pretty stacked right now. I always do the, like, book buying, and then I, like, I'm halfway between one of them, and I start a new one, so I'm always reading, like, nine books. Yeah. I know. I know. I've tried. This one, I've been doing okay on. Yeah. Um... But that, and then I am going to Sex Geek Camp. Right. Yep, so I said that. that. Um, So that's not till July, um, but it's a camp for um, sex educators. Very cool. And it's four nights of just kind of getting together. It's legitimately camp. You are camping. So. um, In tents or cabins? Well, they have tents, but I don't do tents. So (laughs) I will be in a cabin. Yeah, um, but so that's, that's, I'll talk about that, you know, more later as that's get, uh, getting closer, but the guy who puts it on 
does a web series, so mm -hmm. it's six weeks of 10-minute videos, so he'll just send you one a day for five days, and you get two days off, um, so I'm in the second week of his videos, and it's all, like, just really cool stuff, talking about the difference between, like, erotic and sensual, mm -hmm. and just rethinking touch, and, you know, like, actually learning the anatomy and learning what are the real like pleasure zones and what happens when you get turned on so it's really cool that's awesome yeah so I, I am becoming a font of sexual knowledge Ooh. is that that's something you pay for yes uh not that that was oh, really? actually free but I think it was free because I signed up for camp okay so I know he does have a lot of um of talks or just like videos in general he I think he just redid his site over uh the new year so I need to go in and kind of yeah. Explore it again. Um, but also last night, uh, my partner and I filmed ourselves having sex and it was really hot. Whoa, <laughs> I've never done that. It was, yeah, it was hot. Did you watch it? Yeah, we did. You did. What yeah. was the hot part? Was the hot part watching it or knowing you were being filmed? Uh, more so watching it. I mean, okay. the being filmed is great, but sure. like, you know, you don't want to lose the moment. Right. Um, but it's also really hard to take good videos when you're having yeah, sex. Yeah, I feel like so. it would just be a lot of, like, humping. Uh-huh. Well, it's all about the angles. Right. <laughs> Did you, like, stop and, like, re-angle, or were you, like, thinking about it during? He was he was directing he was, the, oh. the camera, so I didn't have to do anything. That's cool. Yeah, it was wonderful. Huh. But it would almost be nice to have, like, a third party involved. Right? I know. Can you just... We can't get I mean, these angles. I guess that's porn. <laughs> that is porn, yeah. <laughs> I know, but yeah, that was really fun. We enjoyed doing that together, so. And then, but you were, like, finished having sex, and then you watched it, and then you were, like... We watched it a little bit later. Okay. Well, actually, I guess we watched it shortly after, and he's kind of speeding through the, the parts that aren't quite as attractive. That's fun. Okay, that's <laughs> nice. I feel like I would be really... Well, mainly, there were, there were a couple, um, a couple scenes where he had his butt to the camera, and he was scenes. like, oh, okay, yeah, well, scenes, I mean, it was, like maybe just like a different angle five ten minutes yes okay. a different angle a different angle was that annoying to like stop and no. re-angle no okay. well no, no no we just left the camera how it was oh we re-angled our bodies got it okay. yeah because you wanted to or because yeah. of the aesthetic both. Mm, both okay both but i mean you know still getting into a fun sexy position yeah so. that's yeah. exciting and then yeah. when you rewatched it did you like want to do it again yeah like, you had sex again. Yeah. Because it was hot. Yeah. Cool. It's really fun. And then he um, will message me the videos so that we can both watch it whenever we want. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Well, should you guys, we... let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Should we introduce you guys? Yes. Yeah, sure. Um, who are you and why are you here? <laughs> I am Bernice. I'm here because I was engaged and broke off my engagement about a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and I just turned 30 this year. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god. Happy 30. Yeah, I would be 30. never ever guess that you were 30. That's because <laughs> yeah. we look fabulous. I well, know. and you have the Asian genes yeah. on your side. You don't look 30 side. either. No. no None of us don't. do. Uh -uh. Well, I'm not. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, true. Yeah, of course. Honestly, if anybody looks thirty, it is me. No, Andrea, you look like a child. I didn't mean that in the best way. You look like a teenager. Like I would card you every time, every time. I would be like this. She is not twenty. I am. I'm Arielle, and I am here because um, <laughs> yesterday was the third anniversary of the day that my ex-husband um, walked out on me. Um, so I just turned 29 this year, and I am a divorcee, um, but I was a divorcee at 26, so I laughed all of my friends. <laughs> my favorite thing to do is comment on Instagram pictures of, we're engaged, good for you, I'm already divorced. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I'm sure that goes over very well. <laughs> I got the wedding dress. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, to my closet. Do you, are you going to wear I, it? I don't know. Like, I, it's like so beautiful and I spent three grand on it. So sure. I was like, I can't just like, I don't want to sell it because right. no. I'm never going to get that three grand back. No, no. Like, you could um, maybe like adjust it in yeah. some way to mm-hmm. make it like different. New? new. We'll see. I don't know. Also, I'll, if it's you're, it's fine. Okay. There's a cat here. Yeah, <laughs> Phil is present for the filming, and he is filming, scratching at, at the filming. Did I say that? Yeah. For the recording. Um, he scratches at the back door when he wants to go out. Aww. I forgot it was a recording, not a filming, too. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I kind of want to try to look cute for this. No. And then I remember that nobody was going to see my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no. I was like, oh, thank God I've got a face for radio. Hashtag my business <laughs> for Because this is my ideal medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> I was like, I didn't shower or put makeup on or brush my hair. Do you guys find that you Perfect. have, like, podcast voices that you slip into? Just, like, a mm-hmm. side note. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I... No. Because I feel like I tend to be really nasally, but like right now I'm kind of Kardashianing it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like vocal frying. Chloe. <laughs> like I feel like I'm vocal frying it so that I sound better on the mic. So I sound I more like Caitlyn on the mic. I have a lot of vocal training from my BFA. Um, That's why but your voice is so clean. I don't really use it when I'm podcasting. <laughs> no. I do it when I'm doing voiceover work. And today I'm sick, so I sound sexier. Yeah, sexy, sexy phlegm voice. Yeah, it's not. It's not phlegm actually. Your my vocal cords are just inflamed. Oh, there you go. So Extra sexy. Inflammation. Inflammation. Very of the vocal sexy. Cords. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, fun. Yeah. Um. So I want to know, like, what, like, how both of these things happened and went mm-hmm. down, but also focus on like how to regain a sense of self and sexual prowess and being after a trauma, I guess, Mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. Um, Like, how do you feel sexy again? Like, what was that like? Was it like anything? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in hearing um, your stories in your your own, you know, explanation. And then we can get to... Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or move through. Yeah, yeah, move yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to take this? Yeah, sure. So I was with my ex for four years. Um, just over that time, like, like we were friends first, and then <clears throat> we just fell in love. Mm-hmm. Where did you meet? Um, through mutual friends. Okay. And this um, was after college, right? Yeah, this was after college. Yeah. Um, so we just like had a lot of the same interests. He was a DJ, and like I was out a lot, and that mm-hmm. kind of lifestyle. <laughs> Um, in Chicago? Yes. Yeah. You actually t- had a t-shirt company for a while, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, it was, yeah, it was a t-shirt company, and then, like, he helped me with that, too, so that's how, mm. that's also, like, how I, we met, too, because I kind of work for him, mm-hmm. like, as a promoter. Oh, cool. Um, so we, 
were together for four years. I lived with him for a little bit. But, like, towards the end, I just, like, realized there were, like, these small things that just weren't right. Like, I mm-hmm. wasn't, I wasn't, I just didn't feel like I, w- I the way I wanted to be loved wasn't happening in yeah. the relationship. And, like, there were just little things about him that I just couldn't get over. And, like, the way he treated me wasn't, like. It wasn't what you had pictured. Yeah, like. <clears throat> It was very controlling. Like my friends even told me after we broke up that like we we would be in a group text if they he wanted if they wanted to hang out with me they would text both of us and be like hey want to hang out oh weird. so it was like his call if we hung out with them or not oh yeah oh, yeah that's not cute. you so, didn't realize that no like, I didn't realize oh yeah do you want to go outside no. <laughs> oh my god he's like Should I know I how doors door work <laughs> he's, I mean it'll be cold but. damn these not opposable thumbs. Life is hard. I know. (laughs) So he was controlling you, and like your friends felt like. Yeah, I just like I. Did you have any idea that that was happening during the relationship? No, Mm -hmm. and then like I realized towards the end that I was a completely different person from when we Mm -hmm. met, like because I was so like involved in a relationship, and that was just like. It was everything. Yeah, it was everything. Yeah. So I just didn't like the person I became, and then when we like. Like, we, like, obviously, we were, like, fighting, and we weren't having sex, and, like, I just didn't want to have sex with him either, which oh. is a really yeah, big sign, red flag. especially for yeah. me. And when you're you going, married. yeah, into the marriage, you're not even married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, for, like, a few months, if, like, we already told, we didn't send in invitations out, but we already told people we were getting married, and, like, yeah. I had the date set, we had a venue, and then... You had a bachelorette plan. Yeah, like, we, had a, we had a bachelorette had party. A... Yeah, we had it in New Orleans. Which hey, was at least awesome. you got to do that. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But, like, even my friends say now, like, he was a party pooper. No. Really? Wait, did he come? <laughs> no, yeah, we had a joint bachelor no, bachelorette party. No, wait. Oh. <laughs> Why did you do that? I mean, it was fun. Okay. Yeah, like, we went to the strip club and, like... Okay, we, okay. Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, just, like, after that, but, like... If you just like keep thinking in your head, it's like I don't think it's, this is right. Like I yeah. don't, I don't think I can do this. Like if it's not right now, What's getting gonna, married yeah. is not gonna fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just we got in a big fight one day. I was like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like out. I can't do this anymore. Like I don't want to marry you. How far out um, from the wedding were you guys? Um, we broke up in April, and then the wedding was supposed to be in September. So okay. Like, so like it was, it was like enough time. But did you already pay the DJ? No. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. then it's okay yeah. to call it off. <laughs> but, like, because I did it, I gave the ring back. Oh, I'm not sad nice. about that, though, because it was a... Was it pretty? It was a black diamond. Oh, no. Oh, cool. You're so cool. Yeah, yeah Bernice, <laughs> you're cooler than, like, I could ever hope to be. <laughs> like, when I grow up, I want to be Bernice. Like, my friend Carrie met her and said the same thing. She's like, Bernice is so cool. <laughs> like, I know. Dumb. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but... Do, yeah. Was it, like, mutual at all, the um, breakup? He, like, he wanted, he, like, wanted to work it out. But mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, I've, no, I can't work it out. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing I want in this relationship. So, like, he tried. He's like, maybe we can get back together and, like, talk about it. And we did talk about it. I'm like, obviously, because I was with him for four years, I was like, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. we hooked up. And then I was like, fuck, we shouldn't have done that. Like, mm-hmm. after we broke up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So I was like, and then like he started to do the controlling thing again, and I was just like, no. And you're like, oh my god, this is this why is why this is why we broke up. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and then I just like we got another fight, and then I just haven't talked to him. Like, since at then, all. yeah, since then. Since that was you said a year ago. A year and a half. A year and a half, year and a half. ago. Because okay. it was in the spring. Yeah. So you're coming up on two years. Mm-hmm. How yes. does it feel? 
Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Amazing. Well, I mean, you're in a new relationship Yeah, now. I'm in a new you relationship are? now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met him in the summer, and then we didn't start dating till November, mm-hmm. and then we, it was just like, once, like, like, we were together, like, from the, the first night we hooked up, mm-hmm. he hasn't left since. <laughs> so he's the longest one night stand I've ever had. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure he loves that time. No, he, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, How long were you with your um, previous... Four years. Four, four years. years. Sorry, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, like, with Tim now, it's just, like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. He, like, loves me unconditionally. Like, he has, he doesn't have any rules for me. Like, he's, like, whatever no. I want to do, it's, like, okay, babe. It's, like, mm-hmm. if I ask him to do something, he does it without, like, yeah. any, like, fight. Great. Like, he's never been mad at me, which I think is really weird. <laughs> How long have you guys been together now? Uh, a year and a little bit. So, 11-11 okay. is our anniversary. Oh, that okay. Is. That's easy. So, a year yeah. and some change, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I've been mad at him a few times because he's a boy. Right. But, <laughs> and you guys live together. Yeah, we live together. Yeah. But How long have you lived together? Um, since June. So, about oh, wow. six, six-ish months. But, like, Wait, even... so you guys only knew each other for we, oh, seven, eight months when he moved in? Well, he was already, like... He never <laughs> he, like, left the tower in your house yeah. anyway. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. lived at my house anyway, so, like... Mm. Well, like... He never, he, left. Like, he never left. <laughs> he literally came he over for like, a one night stand <laughs> with a suitcase. Yeah, just so he was know. like, I guess we're doing I good. stopped paying my rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he was just over all the time anyway. So already we already like knew how each other lived. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like a big change when we actually moved in together. That's cute. Yeah. What do your friends think of him? They love him. Yeah. Yay. Like compared to my ex, they're like, yeah. Like even now they're like, ugh. What, like why? What were you thinking? Yeah, and, like why did that last so long? No, exactly. Like yeah. I scroll through my Instagram sometimes, and like we have mutual friends, obviously, and I see a picture of him, and I'm just like, ugh, gross. <laughs> it's like a visible cringe. Yeah, like, wow. why? Why did I do that to myself? But it was a learning experience. I think that was good for me, just so now that I'm with Tim, I know what to look for, like mm-hmm. what a good man is supposed, to, like how a good man's supposed to treat me. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and had you been in any um, relationships with people who were particularly controlling prior to this one? I don't think so. Like, I only, I've only had, like, a few boy, like, serious boyfriends. Like, yeah. I had one in college, but that was, like, I don't know. It was college, so it wasn't really, like, serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wasted the most, yeah. Most, yeah. Yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't remember college that much, so <laughs> there's that. Bernice and I actually yeah. went to college together. So. Yes. Really? Did oh, you yeah. know each other? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at CNET, at DePaul? At DePaul. Oh, DePaul. Okay. yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. She was friends with my good friend. So then when I would come up and visit, <coughs> I mean. Yeah, we all lived, um, oh. lived, in, the same, we lived in the same dorm. Because mm-hmm. I knew that you guys knew each other. I just mm-hmm. wasn't sure like what that connection that. was. Yeah, no, we're going on 12 years, did we say? Yeah. 12 oh, years. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. So, all right, Ariel, you're up. Oh, man. Okay, so... I guess just some backstory. How did you meet your husband? Yeah, yeah okay. So, um, the, <laughs> so I've been kind of thinking about this for a, a while because I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to, like, talk about this? Because people just kind of get the bare bones of it because mm-hmm. I kind of deflect with humor and, like, it's still, I mean, weirdly... Ooh, um, it's still weirdly raw, especially... I really didn't. <laughs> it's always going to be that way. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it's the wine. Uh, yeah, no, but it's my first year back in Chicago since it happened. Um, so I met him when I was a, uh, 
uh, if for those of you listening, I don't have phlegm in my throat. I'm trying not to cry. Um, <laughs> I'm over it. Well, I'm over it. We're fine. Um, no, I met him when I was a uh, junior going in, maybe like a midway junior in college. Um, and so this was in 2010. In Chicago? In Chicago. I was at Loyola, and he had gone to DePaul. He was working for Deloitte & Touche at the time. Um, and he's and he Irish. was, uh, yes. <laughs> like, um, from Ireland was, Irish? Like, uh, off the boat from Ireland? Well, I mean, not off the boat, but he's been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he yes. has an Irish yes. accent? Yeah. Okay, yes. great. <laughs> um, and he was, uh, I guess, well, I guess it means off the boat. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, like, yeah. Well, he's been here for a while. So like, like, he what? still took a boat, um, probably. Well, probably yeah, he flew. <laughs> Maybe he flew. I mean, we don't really know. Uh, but so, so I met him in 2010. Um, he had gone to DePaul. He was living here for a while. Um, I was still in college. And I met him through this girl that I was working with, Sophie. Um, and her boyfriend, Thomas, was rooming with Bob. Um, and so I had kind of like... The first time that I had, like, met him, I thought that he was kind of a huge dick because that's we like, that's had Irish. come, well, we had, well, we had come back, um, from, like, partying, mm-hmm. and, um, he was sleeping because he had to get up really early, so, like, at the time, like, we worked, it was during the summer, we were working at a bar, like, I wasn't in class at the time, we were just, like, getting just you know, just fuck wasted every night. Um, and oh, we were partying back at their Irish house. Yeah. We were getting, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were partying back at their house, and he, like, opened the door and was like, will you guys be quiet? It was, like, so, like, snappy, and then slammed the door shut, and I was like, God, Thomas, your roommate's a dick. I'm like, what a bitch. <laughs> and so then I bitch. met him, like, maybe, <laughs> what a little ass. Um, <laughs> and so then I met him a couple weeks after that, and, um... Uh, at a bar and I was like well he's cute and we kind of hit it off had a one night stand proof that ladies a one night stand can get you a ring because eventually (laughs) it did Um, we (laughs) we had had a one night stand and the next day like his like pickup line to me the next day because like we kind of started like having sex on his roof from, like, what I remember, I think that was what happened. <laughs> what I remember. Um, but his next day was, like, he texted me. He was, like, I'm waiting for the bus, and I just saw a condom on the street, LOL. And I was, like, oh, my God. Did he throw Well, that, like, this is, like, because it was all kind of a drunken blur. So then right. it was, like, kind of from there. It was, like, you know, you kind of start, like, talking, maybe saying if you want to be friends. Like, I remember one if night. If you want to be friends. Right. Or if you want to be friends with benefits or whatever. I'm going to need some more of that wine, girl, if <laughs> I'm going to finish bunnies. telling this. The waking wife. I don't this care. Your mixture. Listen, I live life on the edge, ladies. She's making her own rosé. I live life on the edge. That doesn't exist. <laughs> when, this, when the wine Listen. is this shitty, it does. It's <laughs> right. I mean, it really does. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so we had kind of just like, I mean, kind of started taking things slowly, whatever, we're dating, um, and we just kind of fell into it, and it was like a really easy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, his family is really buttoned up. Sure, um, well, Yeah, and they live in Iowa, um, mm-hmm. his family does, and um, they're all very, uh, they're, they're very conservative and like typical, like almost what you would think of, like a typical like the steak and potatoes kind Midwest of like, the, mid- like almost, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, and it was just, it was so different from my family because my family is very mm, loud wow. and we're very, like, you know, like he, his You're mom Louisianans. and dad. Well, it's, and, yeah, and his mom and his dad were like, had been together since high school. Oh. And like, I mean, I, right now, Caitlin's face is correct mm. because this, like, I mean, coming up on it, his parents had a lot of problems that sure, I think trickled down to like the way he <laughs> communicates in relationships, which like. It took me a while to kind of learn that, but um. Well, and the Irish don't do divorce. Well, and that's Catholics exactly don't that's do Catholics don't yeah. typically do divorce. Um, and being an Irish Catholic family, like that's like you know. It's like not. Um, Nor do they do abortions. Ah, ah, they don't, my friend. Still illegal over there. Um, it is. Yeah. It sure is. Uh, but so so yeah so um it kind of trickled down, like I was raised by a single father and grandparents. Right. Like I have um a very different upbringing, and so it was kind of a nice I thought stability for a while um and then he actually kind of a trajectory of things we had dated for um about we were coming up on a year mark and um my landlords there was a lost check I remember it was Halloween and there was a lost check somewhere yeah that is right but I spent this Halloween with my dad who's like the most wonderful human in the world he was in town he was helping me move into my ex's apartment because Hmm. they had lost a check somewhere along the line and instead of (laughs) Like, giving me, like, telling me, hey, like, one half of a check wasn't, ASMR, uh, one half of a check hasn't been paid, like, for your rent or whatever. Because by this time, my mom had, like, come back into my life and was, like, trying to pitch in where she could. And, like, and I was doing half. And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, they just served me an eviction notice. And I wasn't sure why. Yes, you guys. (laughs) Chicago is crazy. Wait, right when you moved in? I was living, uh, and I will drag these people, 429 and a half Belden. (laughs) I think it was, like, Belden LLC or whatever those people are, the worst company in the world. There are some shady ass companies around DePaul because they can sell in a house like that and they took advantage of us so hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was just don't know how to live in the city. Once when I was served that, I like called them and I was like, I mean, this is a tangent. I was like, yeah, excuse thyself, kicking me out. (laughs) They paid my rent and then the woman was just a total, just like, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday." Um, And she was mean to my mom and I got weirdly defensive about it. No. My mom called to no. be like, listen, I will like pay this check. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. No and my dad was my finally mom. like, listen. I mean, exactly. Like, my mom and I have a very weird relationship. And like, I mean, I'm sure she's going to listen to this. So you already know, girl. Um, <laughs> but like, I was still like, nobody's going to speak to like, that's my mother. This woman gave me life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to speak to her like that. Wait, how does this tie into your husband? Okay. So it ties into my husband. So, <laughs> so yeah. Right. So that was my tangent. Anyway. So, um, so we had this big drama. My dad came up and he was like, we'll just move you out my husband was like we'll just live here like you've been here like you know you're here almost every night anyway mm-hmm. he was living right on Wrightwood and Clark yeah. so it was oh, a super nice. close jump um and so I was like yeah sure so I moved in and then a couple months after I moved in he was kind of getting fed up with his job and mm-hmm. he started applying to other places um and he applied to a place in San Antonio called Clear Channel and ended up yeah right <laughs> and Texas. So, yeah and so he was like <laughs> so he kind of the way he told me was really weird he was like so I got the job in Texas, so I think we're, like, you know, I think I'm moving on whatever date. And I was like, oh, so you think you're moving on whatever date? And he goes, well, yeah, I think we're moving. And I was like, you're like, we? You think we're we? moving? And he was like, me? right. And I was like, is this you asking me to come with you to Texas? And he was like, yeah, you want to come with me to Texas? And I was uh-huh. like, okay. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so we did. Moved, lived in Texas for a bit, got engaged. Did Wait, is he court- a U.S. citizen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, got a courthouse marriage, 
Um, it was really small, and then we decided we were done with Texas, and we traveled um, for an extensive period of time. Um, and by the time that we had come back, it was 2014, it was that November, and we spent Thanksgiving with his family, Christmas with mine, um, spent New Year's with all of our friends, New Year's Eve, clock struck midnight, everything was Gucci, um, the next day I'd gone out to like go to the grocery store, I came home, it was like snowing, freezing, my ass off, hungover, mm -hmm. um, and we had come from Asia, so we were just still so ill-equipped for the snow that mm. I was a popsicle. Mm -hmm. um, so by the time I get grocery shopping, you know when you're so hungover, you don't want to cook anything, yes. you want a fucking pizza, yep, and yeah, you just like, yep. so he, I could hear him like wrestling around the next room, and I was like, hey! do you want to order a pizza? I am super hungover. And I'm, like, standing in the doorway between, like, the hallway and the kitchen, kind of a setup like your house, Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And our, like, room was, like, kind of back this way. Um, I forget this isn't visual. Sorry. The room was off to the side of the kitchen. And I'm standing <laughs> in the hallway across from it, and he kind of comes out, and he's got his, like, like shoes on, and he's holding something. He's like, no, actually, I want a divorce. And I thought he was what? kidding. <laughs> Okay, so this is probably not as good as pizza. The most fucked mm -hmm. up thing is that, like, at first I thought it was a joke, mm -hmm. and so I kind of just started laughing because I was like, "Well, you guys used to joke like that." And so, we, I mean, there have been several times when I was like, "We make a joke about this is my first husband, Robert." Like, like, ha ha ha, <laughs> um, foreshadowing, bitch. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just so I kind of laughed at him, and I was like, <laughs> "Like, I'm bitch, shut the fuck up. You don't want a divorce." Um, I'm sorry, I'm cursing a lot. You can curse. And, we do. Uh, we curse. This we got that explicit rating? Yeah. Oh, ladies. Uh -huh. Moving on up. Uh, so you I rate thought yourself. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, like, we are explicit. We are That's <laughs> the secret. Um, so, yeah. And then he said, no, I'm serious. He had a backpack. He went and he grabbed his coat. And he walked out. Um, and I was kind of, I kind of just, like, um... Yeah, like the whole, like my like, and not to like be too cliche with it, because like I mean, I like write. That's like kind of most of my process to get through it was writing about it, and um, so my whole thing was like I always tell people I'm like the world, like you know that poem, the world doesn't end with a bang but a whimper. Well, like that day it kind of didn't end with either. It ended with like closing a door on like a snowy January morning, and that was like how I rang in my 2015. Well, you were raging so hungover. I was yeah, and wow. so I was just like so ill-equipped. It came like I mean, the worst part about it is fielding the questions from yeah. people. Um, there's this girl when I moved out to San Diego, which was my next stop, because I was like, I just need to get the fuck out of Chicago, mm -hmm. um, who was like, so he just left, you didn't know anything about it, like, she doesn't, she's like a friend of mine from Chicago, but she's got, like, no tact, no tact at all to her, um, <laughs> and I remember wanting to punch her, because I was like, you don't understand, mm -hmm. like, it was like, I mean, it was like getting a call that somebody had died, yeah. I mean, it was so bad. So I was, like, on the kitchen floor, and um, I called my dad. And, oh, man, um, yeah, so I called my dad. And my uncle, who is, he's so funny, but he's such an ass, he had answered the phone with this, like, annoying, whiny voice that he always does. And I was, like, I couldn't speak. I was, like, sobbing. And um, he was, like, what's wrong? Like, immediately, like, what's wrong? And I was, like, I'm getting a divorce. My husband just left me. And everybody was like, what the fuck? And every, it was like, it was, I mean, I remember everybody was over at my, like, grandma's house. The whole family was there. I could hear them all in the background. Um, and I just, like, couldn't move from the kitchen floor. Uh, so then my next step was to, uh, I called my friend Kelly, 
because she was like, we were supposed to go to dinner with um, her and our friend Rob, I think, that night. And she just came over and, we, like, it, I mean, it was bad. Uh, it was really, really bad. And then I just kind of, I almost kind of blacked it out. Um, it was just like a series of, it just, <laughs> tears and not, like, I mean, I stayed the night, that night at my friend Angie's house and, like, I was on her couch and that was the first time I watched, shout out to Gilmore Girls, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, like, my, de that was my depressed, like, like, you know, when you, like, are in, like, kind of a funk. That was mm -hmm. my depressed, like, Netflix binge. And she'd ordered a bunch of food and she like gave me a drink and I was just sitting like I remember sitting on her couch and like my hand was shaking so badly that like the ice cubes in the drink were just like leaking and like she like just didn't it was so it was just so surreal I mean it was so bizarre um it was so bizarre and then I just kind of hold up and didn't talk to anybody and I had already had a flight booked out to California to see um my best friend Molly lives in San Francisco and my best friend of 10 years, Tyler, lives um, in San Diego. And by the time I got to San Diego, I was just, like, I remember um, he couldn't pick me up from the airport. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, called, to San he Diego. called me. He was like, do you, mind getting a, do you mind getting a lift? Like, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm cleaning and whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I do. I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, like, nobody loves me anymore. And I got into his apartment. And, like, I must have, like, I kind of look back on pictures from that time because, like, my hair was still, like, really long and, like, kind of <laughs> crazy from being in Asia. And, like, um, I had gotten pretty sick to my stomach um in Asia and so I'd already lost like a shit ton of weight and like I had and then at this point it was two weeks of literally no food and nothing yeah. but cigarettes because it was the only thing that was like you could stomach. that I could yeah. stomach and it was just like constant like that constant like lighting anxiety and, yeah. yeah that anxiety um and he just took one look at me and he just started crying because he was like, what the fuck? Because I just looked like a total wraith <laughs> and so then it took like I mean it took it's still hard um I'm like going on a huge tangent. Ask questions. I don't know. <laughs> like it's still hard just because it's like I'm back now. And, um, yeah, it's always hard to talk yeah, about. Yesterday like was really rough. Um, so I know this is probably coming out like two weeks or something, but no, no, no. Friday. Oh, this, this is coming out Friday. Days. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Well, so this is January second for those of you who need to yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and it happened on New Year's Day, as I said already. Right. So it was like I always oh. kind of have a um, a big problem with New Year's Day, and I came into work yesterday. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, because I needed to keep busy. And uh -huh. Jackie, Which is well, I was realized the first you were person. not okay, but I didn't want to press you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Because you were like, you were like, are you like, you kind of gave me a hug, and I was just like trying really no. hard to like. <laughs> um, but the first person that I saw when I did come in uh, before I even like coat off and everything was Jackie. Um, and she kind of knows about it. She's, I, so, she's so great. And she just gave me the biggest hug. And I was, like, just trying really hard not to break down because I was like, oh, my God. Like, I thought this would be easier. Mm -hmm. um, but for closure, I, like, walked past. We were living off diversity at the time that yeah. it happened. So for closure, yesterday before work, I, like, walked past the apartment and, like, retraced my whole steps and, like, got some shit out. And, you know, it was um, – I felt like it was okay, but – you know, it's never really going to heal. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not. Trauma, like, you don't get over it. You just kind of, like, work through it, and then you learn how to right. just integrate it into your life. Right, and exposure. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, telling the story, like, over and over yeah. again until you can almost, like, disassociate yourself mm -hmm. from it. Um, it's only been three years. I know. You yeah. know, you were 26 when it happened? Yeah, and we had been together since, I mean, I was, like, fresh 21. So we were married. We were together for... About five years and married for, I want to say it was a little over two. Um, 
but my dates are kind of all confused. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, we had been, um, together for a while. <laughs> Were yeah. things going south in your mind or was it just like absolutely out of the blue? Well, so this is what's weird is that Bernice had said something about like, you didn't want to have sex with your husband and whatever. And we are last month in Bali. Um, but he was also kind of like, he has like a weak constitution. And I don't mean that to be like, he's a, well, maybe I do. I don't know. He's like a, he's a weakling. And so he couldn't handle the Asian food and he couldn't oh, handle whatever. Yeah. And he kind of had. little Irish stomach. His yeah. little Irish. Oh, he, can only <laughs> he can only eat potatoes. He can only eat potatoes and corn, you guys. Um, Not even corn. Really, no, no, he couldn't no. really process Just shit. Just fucking potatoes, man. That kid did love fucking potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes and whiskey. He's actually going to turn me on to bourbon. Um, but it was like, uh, I mean. Like we hadn't had sex in a while, and it was yeah. because, and I remember kind of a breaking point looking back now. Um, we were in, we lived in Ubud in Bali. Mm-hmm. There's this cafe that's gorgeous mm-hmm. and has this great lookout over the rice paddies and all of the palm trees, and it's just so fucking stunning. And so we'd go there a lot because it was right by our homestay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking about wanting to have kids eventually, and he just was kind of a hard no. ASMR. And you're like, oh, ASMR. I guess we should have had this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we had, and we were oh, both no. kind of like, if it happens, it, it happens. happens. But something's like flipped a switch in him, and I guess that's what he knew. Um, and like, there was not really like a follow up of explanation mm. of why it happened. I did, I did speak to him a couple times, and I remember the last time that I did talk to him. Um, I, well, I remember being in San Francisco, and, and you were you because um, I was in San Francisco for two weeks, and then I went down to San Diego. Okay. You did talk. It wasn't like a. It wasn't. Well, it was a hard cut off after I had moved to San Diego because in San Francisco we talked about a lawyer, Mm -hmm. and I remember distinctly where I was sitting. Like I remember like the view. I got like I. It's so strange because I remember everything about it, um, so clearly. And my aunt was texting me while I was talking to him, and then we had hired a lawyer, and my aunt was like, I'm paying for your lawyer. Like, you're not. that's so wonderful. Like, yeah, she's like, and I actually don't remember if it was her or my mom at this point. It's seriously, it's all kind of a blur. But they. What 26-year-old can pay for a lawyer? Right, exactly. But my aunt was like, you're not being dual represented. Like, this lawyer is going to be your lawyer. This is how it's going to happen. Um, And I just remember her, like, (laughs) talking to her on the phone and telling her the story. And she, um, oh, God, she, no, the lawyer. And she was so wonderful. And I just remember telling her the story and having her just go, oh, sweetie. And that's when I knew that it was bad because this woman, like, lawyer, this woman she's does a divorce lawyer. for a living. And she was so, like, you could hear her just, like, I mean, and hearing that kind of pity in yeah. her voice, like, I almost threw up. Oh, I was God, like, this is, this is bad. This is bad. Um, but the last time I spoke to him, I mean, I saw him at, like, a friend's wedding. Um, but the last time I actually interacted, conversation one-on-one with him, um, was on the phone, uh, and I was working at this shitty clothing store. So I moved out to San Diego. I was like, I need a job, a place to stay in a car in one month, otherwise I'm out of here. Um, and I just got this job at this clothing store, and I had gone out to take um, a phone, like to call him, take a call, and I was just like, I was upset, and I was like, felt like I was owed an explanation. And I just, of course, yeah, kept was asking him yeah, shit. No shit you're yeah, I'm still kind of waiting for right. No, so am I. And I just wanted, and like, and I just kept asking him, like, like, did you ever love me? What? Like, all I want you to say is, no, I didn't. Like, that's all, like, and it's gonna hurt, but that's all I wanted you to say. And he just would evade the question, and there was a lot of avoiding. And then the moment that I realized that I was just, I mean, alone in my heartbreak was when he just said, he was like, I just want this to be over with. And it was like another blow. 
Right. Because it was like, it was I that terrible to be married to. Like, yeah. you just feel like such shit about yourself. And right. you guys traveled the world together. Like, yeah. Right. But like, am I that shitty of a person that you like, want this to be over with? And that like, we had a friendship too. Like, none of it. Did you fight? Like, what? Not at all. Like, that's what's weird. Yeah, there's there, I mean, we had little bickers here and there, but... I mean, no, like nobody saw it coming. Even right. his best friend, like he didn't talk to anybody about wow. it. Wow, that's so weird. I, it's, that's so much worse too. Like not having an explanation for things uh-huh. about why things ended, or like, wow. And then your brain just yeah. goes making all these crazy stories. Like yeah. I had that like happen to me. Like I lost my boyfriend, and like there wasn't really anything left. Like there was just no answers at no. all. Like, and it yeah. is like a death. Yeah, yeah. That's like the thing is that I remember like. I remember sitting on that kitchen floor and like just like trying to take deep breaths because it was it was like somebody called me it was like yeah. he like he's dead he's and gone and all your mind he's was to gone. do is make up these like horrendous stories about why and like about, how it happened right and what how it could you like do and, that yeah and it's like the the worst because it was he wasn't gone and it was it there was a whole one of the shittiest feelings that like I hope none of you ever have um, is having like a future oh, and God. having that taken away from you. Um, like I was, I was in love. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Man, that's the hardest. That's the hardest. <laughs> that's the hardest thing to grieve is not like the past you had, but like the future you thought you were gonna have, and that was the hardest. Have some wine. Yeah. Bernice just, just edged my wine closer to me. <laughs> that was the hardest thing for me was being like, not only did I lose this like person and past and like my present like I lost the future that I thought I would have yeah. in that person so yeah that's like the whole other thing you have to grieve that like you didn't even know yeah. was a thing because <laughs> it like doesn't exist yet but it's that's even harder well and yeah. we haven't even really discussed that's true yeah you know <clears throat> what happened with you um obviously your partner passed but I think we talked about it a little bit in yeah. the first episode yeah yeah a little bit but so <laughs> three years out so where are we now nearly, yeah nearly two years out both of you yeah yeah, I mean, Bernice, go. I've said, I've talked too much. <laughs> well, I'm in a great pace now. I'm sorry. She's like, I'm sorry. Oh, not but twist it's just like, like, even people at work, they're always like bitching about their guys. So I was oh like, God, I like can't say so anything because I feel bad. No, Tim is so great. Thank though. you. Does that just make you want to, like, after you broke up your engagement, like, after your divorce, and your friends are like, my life is hard. Yeah. Like, I'm fighting with my boyfriend. Does that just make you want to fucking slap <laughs> the them in the biggest thing, yeah. I don't yeah. say cunt, and I said it like four times in the last 24 hours. I love it. I Thanks. love that you said. She called herself a cunt. It's like a side note. Andrew goes, "Well, I'm not a cunt, so I wouldn't do that." And I was like, "Oh, shock me, shock me." I can be a cunt. I can yeah. be a huge. Anyways, cunt. so yeah, it doesn't make you so mad. No, but you're in a great because yeah. Tim is seriously so like so like so. Bernice and Tim and I have hung out a couple of times, cool. and um, I just every time I see him, he's just he's got this just great big smile on his face. Aww. He's so happy to just like yeah. even be near Bernice. No. <laughs> he'll come over and he'll give her friends like he gives you just like the biggest like most enveloping hug. <laughs> like it's so good to see you again. Like he like he's just genuinely Genuine. so oh, wonderful. He's so and so are you. So I don't expect any less. Like I just did you did you ever have a time when you were like I don't think I'll ever get married or or you know like did, um, did you have like a down and out type of well after right. well I broke up with him mm-hmm. my ex like I just felt free <clears throat> yeah like oh, I felt like this huge great. weight was oh, lifted okay. off my shoulders so did you really even have like much of a mourning period it was like uh it wasn't really a mourning period it was more like 
it was weird for me because I like this is the guy I was with for the last four years and like mm-hmm. I was with him all the time. I talked to him every day and yeah. I'm just like he's gone. It's part mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but like yeah. after that after we broke up I was like oh my god I'm free. I partied my ass off the whole summer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, did you sleep with like everything that moved? Yes. Yeah. Same. Like, same. <laughs> anything that wasn't before. nailed down. Yeah. Came <laughs> that sounds like a good idea to me. Um. So like, I just focused on myself and my friends, and like, actually, I didn't sleep with people for like, I gave myself a break. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I I spent money on myself, and my friends, and, like oh, partying yes. and you need to drugs reclaim a little and, bit of yourself. Before yeah. You yeah. 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 So I was like, I don't want to hook up with anyone just because like I don't want to like. I don't want any of that drama right now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it is drama. Yeah. So, like, I waited a few months and then, like, I started hooking up with people again. And then I was like, okay. And then I like, hooked up with Tim and then he knows this. I was like, I fell in love with your dick before I fell in love with you. Yes. Digmatized. Being digmatized. by that D is like a Isn't real it so thing. good? Yeah. I saw a penis this morning in some porn I was watching and I was like, that is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I just ordered Clona Willie. <gasps> oh yeah! Oh my god, my friend Ryan that. is obsessed. He wants an entire wall in his house of Clona Willies, of, like his friends Willies, oh, ex-lovers okay, yeah. Willies. What? Oh yeah! Is oh, a no, Clona Willie. Yeah. Oh, Clona Willie is when you. Um, I mean, I can imagine what it is, but like, please. It's a silicone uh, mold of someone's <clears throat> actual dick. Oh. And the one god. that I got, it vibrates as well. So I'm <gasps> no. about to have my partner's D. At my disposal. Everybody should do that so in case your partner dies, you still have their dick. No, that's good. We all just let that one fall. That's a black mirror episode. It is, because it's the the dude that she brings back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert for black mirror, I guess. Sorry. (laughs) No, you know what's weird, though, is that, like, I actually just looked at a text. So my aunt, who is, like... Oh God, she's so. Well, you you didn't really meet her, but that's uh, my I aunt Kathleen I, that you yeah. dropped me. Um, oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. I've like seen met my uncle James. I think. Yeah. Um, they I just uh, I texted them and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I um, this is before I got here. I was like, "Oh, you know, about to go talk about my podcast or my divorce on a podcast. Happy third <laughs> anniversary of being jilted to me." And my uncle sent me like the Matthew McConaughey like solidarity yeah. question. <laughs> uh, my uncle Dan just goes, "Cool, bra," and my aunt just goes, "Not jilted, freed." And yeah. she's not yeah. wrong though because you know, Bernice, you're kind of right about that. So I remember being on the plane to San Francisco, and I remember it's always freezing on those planes and it was January in Chicago and I was going out San Francisco is also cold mm-hmm. um and I was just like in that stage where it's just like you're in such shock that like it's like the tears just to fall mm-hmm. whether you know that they're there or not mm-hmm. and I was shaking freezing cold didn't even realize that the woman next to me who I wish I got her name was a sweet angel um like offered me like her sweater and like a tissue like she was just oh my god and of course that made me cry because I was like oh Oh, my god God. (laughs) the kindness of strangers like whatever um and I remember like flying into San Francisco and it was like nighttime you could see all the lights and I had this weird um like a weight was lifted almost like it was like a weird and it wasn't like I mean I never had any like like relations like problems with him I was madly in love um but it was a weird like well I don't even have to go here like if I want to hop on another plane somewhere what where do I want to go I've got money in the bank what do I want to do and it's mine right like I can literally do anything I could move to Bora Bora and tell somebody my name is Natasha and like who the fuck is gonna know yeah and so it was kind of this weird 
while I was in the middle of just like being so, it was like such an overwhelming <clears throat> rush of emotions because it was a sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a huge like sense of freedom, but it was also I'm still so devastated that it was like I like literally had to physically leave a life behind yeah. in order yeah. to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But yeah, that the slut phase is too real so though, real. you guys. So for a while, my Tinder friend, and Bumble. Yes, yes girl. Baby yes, technology. Girl. Yes. So right. which my, I never want to use, and then. Oh. But then you always get back on it. it. We still have to do our episode. Yeah, I want to. Of Tinder and Bumble? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done a, um, an, like an online, online dating. dating episode yet. Because that's hard. Let me know, because I did OkCupid for a little bit, too. Yeah. Ooh, dude, I did, too. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I've never done I've never Tinder, done but okay. Online dating round table. Tinder was the first one, oh, yeah. because I was, I mean, I was essentially wifed up for the advent of all of these apps. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, didn't, I didn't know about Tinder. Yeah, I had no clue. So my friend Tyler, is my best friend of 10 years, was like, give me your phone we're making you a profile and I was like we mm-hmm. are he's like we are what? so the first date I went on was complete and utter garbage cool. and like it was like I got myself dolled up the best that I could mm-hmm. I still had clothes like I moved out to California Ooh, with a backpack you were like backpacker style yeah, yeah. it was like a backpack like, and a record player I shit you not that Dude. was it how very hipster <laughs> I, I threw oh yeah I, after I backpacked Australia I got home and threw almost every single article of clothing away that I had because it was just like worn, worn to, to shreds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all stained and disgusting, and you're Same. like, bye. Yeah. Same. And we had to buy like new things, obviously, to like equip us for the cold. Oh, yeah. But it was like such a limited amount of new things. Like I had like the same pair of jeans for. I mean, I swear to God, I wore one pair of jeans for two years. Like yeah. it was absurd. Um, and uh, but so I, you know, I dolled myself up the best that I could, and like I went on this date with this guy. And he's, like, sitting there, and he's talking to me, and he's just a fucking douche. And I'm like, this is not what I need right now. Like, yeah. this is not it at yeah. all. And um, he, I remember distinctly sitting across from him, and he's asking me, well, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I moved out here from Chicago, like, most of high school in St. Louis. Well, I kind of give him my backstory. He goes, oh, yeah, I get it. He's like, must be hard. And I was like, what? Being out in Southern California? Like, what? Because by this point, I was in San Diego. He goes, oh, you know, small town 10, California 3. How does that feel? And I was like, what the fuck did he just say to me? So I had no... Something about, like, going through, like, a big tragedy, though. You get this, like... You get these brass cojones about you where you're just like, fuck, anybody can say something to you and you're just going to be like, you know what, it's not remotely worse than what I just went through. You guys can all suck a dick. So the waitress (laughs) came over and she was just the cutest little fucking thing. And we were at this place called Draft House, or Draft, I guess is what it's called, um, in San Diego, and she's like, is everything going okay? Because he'd gone to the bathroom and I told her about it. And And I told her what he said and she goes, what? And so she comes back with two shots of Jameson, one for her, one, and one for her. Oh, yes. like a, just like a fucking yes. hero. Just like and like there was like like there's something about oh me going through this and like having no like so many people were so like yeah. I had such like a weird support system of like strangers and like mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry again because it was just like people know like yeah. when you need Jesus Christ yeah. what is wrong with me um, wine yeah people, <laughs> it's the wine uh, people know when you it's need that kind of it is oh, yeah, it's a full moon I was gonna mention that I'm turning into a werewolf yes. oh. the moon is it's a super it's moon huge. It is. Last it's huge last night it was oh, yeah. when I thought last night it was humongous um 
but yeah, and so she was, and so she told me, and she gave me the shots, and she was like, okay, she's like, now you, she's like, I'll put it on this tab, you gotta leave. Oh, oh my god, and she's yes. like, I'll tell him that you got Shut sick, and up. I was like, yes, girl. Dude, that's so, amazing. amazing. But the second date I went on was with this man, um, OJ, and his name's Oscar Verdeflores Jr., but he goes by OJ. Wait, Oscar Jr.? Oscar, yeah, funny. like, like, <laughs> Jr., like our Jr. that we work with, um, but his last name is Verdeflores, and he's fantastic, and he is, um, Filipino, and Aww. just, he's very, very <laughs> Yeah, very hot. Tons of tattoos. Like you Represent. know, the kind of dude that I, <laughs> yes, the kind of dude that I probably should have been with from jump. Um, and his wife had cheated on him, no. and they were married for ten years Damn. or something like that. And he ended up becoming like he and I were instrumental. So I had moved out there in January. I met him at like the end of February, and we kind of sort of dated until he moved back to New York in <laughs> like in like May. Ish, June or May, mm-hmm. um, and he was seriously instrumental in like my healing process, and I'd like to think that I helped his. Aww. And he's just one of my best friends to this day. Because when you That's go through sweet. that mutual like, mm-hmm. like yeah. heartbreak, and his yeah. was granted much worse than mine was. Like that, like I can't imagine that betrayal. Um, he, yeah, he's just so lovely. But then it was like after that game on. Like, it was give me all the dicks. My friend Jackie used to call it predatoring. She used to joke, she used to say, like, her phrase was blood in the water, shark is coming. Yes. Because I would, like, Babe Ruth it. I would call my shot. I would go into the bar and be like, I'm Dude, here home with that Karen tonight. Karen does that. Yes. One, of other, one of our other, the other girls we work with does that, too. Yeah, she Babe Ruth it. She Babe Ruth it. it. That's yeah, really call funny. in your shot, man. Yeah. Oh, God, but you do need to do that. You need to refine yourself, and you need mm-hmm. to rebuild like, I don't know if you felt this, Bernice, but, like, I needed to rebuild a self-esteem. Like, mm-hmm. I was, first of all, I was hotter than my ex-husband. We <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's yeah, for sure. Like I was way hotter like, than my ex-husband. Right. Most of my friends are always hotter than yeah. my ex-husband. Yeah, like, he had outkicked his coverage. Yeah. I had much more to offer personality-wise and everything-wise. <laughs> and, like, I was like, that's it. I am going to go out and grab life by the dick, literally. <laughs> Like any dick I want, I'm getting. And I was in Southern California. Oh, you know, the hottest really men. Nice yeah. Yes, yeah. all kinds yeah. of good dick. So I'm sorry, mom and dad. You guys are gonna listen. Yeah. To <laughs> my dad doesn't. My dad's so funny. He doesn't care. I'm yeah, like, I like nice. tell him like he doesn't care. One time I accidentally sent him Big Sean's dick pic, and he was like, "What the hell is that?" Like he was so <laughs> No. Yes. <laughs> What's funny is when people started realizing that I wasn't with my ex anymore. All of my like previous people that I used to hook up with came out. Yeah, come out the woodwork. It's like I missed you. I was like, okay. No, guys have a. They have a fucking ring. No, they do. They also know when you're happy, and then they'll come back to you. They come back. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it's like it's like fucking (laughs) clockwork. As soon as you break up, you get at least two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It happens every fucking Mm -hmm. time. Like my roommate was in an argument with her boyfriend and this dude who wants to hook up with her so badly texted. Like just cool. he just knew. He just like he smelled just it. See, isn't that nuts? Yes. It's insane. Well and one of mine was like a dick that I didn't even know that was like in the woodwork and it was one of my ex's friends. I'm about to out on this podcast. But like I mean most of my other friends know about it and like he like my ex doesn't really talk to anybody anymore. But he was like 
Shit. Snuck in for What's love up, girl? real hard. Yeah, <laughs> real hard. And I was like, what? I didn't even realize this was a possibility. Right. You're right. cute. This yeah. I should have had on that dick a while ago. <laughs> so, yeah, no, they all come out of the woodwork. They it's do. It's so weird. It's, it's very, very odd. It's yeah. so weird. So I'd say men have, like, really shitty intuition and everything. Yeah. But yes. with that, <laughs> they know. No, with they that, they do They have superhuman powers. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. And very inconvenient. They're trying to <laughs> spread that seed as well. Going on, yeah, spread the seed, spread the seed. Oh man, so have you guys both, like, I don't know, did you guys do like the self help shit? Did you do any of Therapy. that? Did Therapy, did you read books? I drank and did a lot of drugs. Cool, uh, yeah, was that helpful for you? Yes, yeah, great. I would say yes. Yeah. I also drank, yeah. I didn't do a lot of drugs, but I did a lot yeah. of drinking. Molly, Molly helps a lot, okay, <laughs> when you can feel happy, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. serotonin really. Yeah, I would not like, like dance till like four in the morning. Oh, yeah, I did that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, we were both boy. big into the EDM back like mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like 2013. 14. I still enjoy it. I just can't. Oh, I still love it too. I still can't. I, just I can't, can't party. Hang. Yeah, I can't, I can't hang. hang. <laughs> My hangovers last too long now. I exactly. Same. I'm getting too old for that. Exactly. Also, and now I'm on. Um, uh, Zola. Right. Uh, so antidepressants that, fuck your shit. Oh, yeah, you can't you can't do Molly when you're on antidepressants no? because it doesn't work the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. The Molly doesn't hit you as much because you're already on something that's upping your dopamine. They yeah. should just prescribe microdoses of Molly. I've heard microdoses of Molly. Like, yeah. 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 And my my wonderful <clears throat> therapist who prescribes me the meds is such a sweet angel that he was like, okay. Well, if you're gonna do Molly, you should do X, <laughs> Y, and Z, and like told me how to take my antidepressants and Molly at the same time. And I was oh, like, "Oh, that's nice. Bless, yeah, bless you. Thank yeah. you for being real with me." Most doctors should be like, "No, don't do just that. don't." I was do like, it. "I'm not gonna." And it's like, yeah. a, are we living in a realistic world here for right. you, sir? Because it's like the abstinence thing, like no one's yeah, gonna no do one's that. Gonna like, listen nobody, to you. No one ever does. Nobody that. is gonna do the no sex thing. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've seen those. What like the. What is it? The first kiss at the altar of reality shows. Which oh, is so they're like you don't even know how to kiss. It's so a it's breeding. Like, like, I have a friend from high school whose cousin did that, and it's. I feel like it's just a breeding ground for serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm just not like that's not. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> what, I agree with that. Too. What about you? Did you read books? Did you go to therapy? No, she got a tattoo. Okay, so helpful. I got. <laughs> so. Um, the day my divorce was finalized, I mean, it's like too long-winded of a story, but slide in the DMs, friends, and I'll tell you the whole thing. Um, I drunkenly got a tattoo, and I woke up the next morning, um, and this there was... when your divorce was finalized. This was when it was finalized. So in Texas, where we got married, you have to wait 60 days. So we waited 60 days from when we filed, whatever 60 days out from March 23rd is. Um, and that, that was my... my what? It's not. No, no, it's yeah, not. So we yeah, filed 60 like days May before sometime. March 23rd. Oh, so March okay, 23rd okay. was like my <laughs> was my liberation day. And um <laughs> liberation, it sounds like a national holiday. That's right, girl. It's my national holiday. <laughs> and I did it to the fullest. I got oh, yeah. really fucked up with a bunch of your with friends. With a bunch of my friends. Um went home with an Uber driver. Oh, my <laughs> God. He was trying he was snooking for love. He was trying yeah, to date after that and I thing. was like, "Oh, honey, you knew it was a snake when you picked it up." I'm yeah, not gonna but be. You did kind of date him. Afterwards. I did kind of. I did kind of because it was like a weird, like it was kind of like the dickmatizer. 
surprised. Yeah, you're it was like, like good. he was getting like, that attention. Mm-hmm. I needed that validation at the time. Absolutely. And he's so lovely, and I feel like I, I feel like I was such an asshole to him. But um, you were going he, through a lot. I was, and Similar, he yeah. didn't care though. That's what's weird about dudes like that who want to smother you with attention. They want what you can give them, and they don't really want to know much. I'm kind of having one of those right now. Yeah. Where it's like he doesn't really care. Like, he hasn't asked me a single question about myself. All he does is talk about himself. Oh. But he likes me because I'm yes. like, because he's like, he's like, I think you're really into me is what he said one day. And I said, no, I think you're pretentious uh. and self-aggrandizing. Yes. yes. Any, I fucking hate that shit. When like, people are like, ooh, I feel like you're ooh, really ooh. feeling me. No. And I want to be like, bitch, if I'm feeling you, you will know. You will know it. <laughs> Otherwise, I will never call you again. Goodbye. Um, but so I woke up the next day and it was like, I felt like, I wish somebody had recorded it because it was like a camcorder like lying on its side is what it felt like. I like opened my eyes. I was like, oh, everything hurts and I'm dying. What is happening? <laughs> I woke up, dude in my bed. We're both fully clothed. So that night, I don't think we had actually hooked up. And I'm like, that I'll deal with later. <laughs> I walk out to the kitchen. My roommate at the time was my best friend of 10 years. He's a personal trainer. He's built like a brick shit house. Looks like a great guy. And he's dancing around his underwear to Beyonce. He's cooking breakfast. And he <laughs> says, how does she feel today? And I said, well, she feels she like feels she got like hit by a Mack truck. And he goes, what, how's her tattoo look? And I went, what? what? <laughs> and he goes, girl, you don't remember? And I was like, because I, I mean, because, and I was, but at the time of getting it, like, he was like, we were sober when we got it, but the night before, mm. we had had a lot to drink, and I was still very drunk. Shampoo effect. Shampoo effect, for sure, because we had started the day off with yeah. champagne, yeah. because I got a phone call from so Texas at sober. 6 in the morning, mm. yeah, telling me my divorce was finalized, and I was back to bed, and then my roommate, being the golden god he is, was like, here's some champagne, let's celebrate. Um... So I got a fucking palm tree on my arm. Like a goddamn, I don't know why. We're still, why. We're still not quite we don't sure know about We're the still meaning. not sure about the meaning. We don't know Maybe about the meaning. Maybe you just thought it was pretty. Were you well, alone? We think it adds. No. No, no, no. Two, two other people I had pe- yeah, as well. yeah, 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 yeah. There were people with me. I can't, I'm not going to call them out think, on here. But <laughs> yeah, don't know. You asked them why. Nobody knew. Nobody knew what was going through my head. I didn't, and I actually fucking hate palm trees. (laughs) This is like a thing. I hate them. To me, it represents stagnancy. To me, it's like because in Bali, the whole time I had such a great time, but the weather doesn't change. Everything got the way. Yeah, same in Southern California. Good. That's really why I hated it. So I kind of hate them, but I guess for me, my liberation tap was that I had like moved to to California. California. Okay. Um, And then I mean, and then I kind of started doing a lot of self reflecting. I did a lot of yoga, like a typical. SoCal chick, a yeah, um, lot great. of green juice, a mm-hmm. um, lot of so avocados, so much oh, green, all yes. of the kale juice, oh. and um, then I started writing, and I actually, um, <laughs> January of last year, finished my book, um, and I'm super excited about it, and it was really, I it took two years, because there was a lot of, um, well, it took about a year and a half, I should say. But your um, book is um, fiction, technically. Technically, it's fiction. Um, technically, it's fiction. There's a lot of f- things that are lifted directly from my relationship mm-hmm. um, and from things that are also going on in my family at the time. Um, and it was really a heart-wrenching process to write it. So I would have to stop and, like, take days to, like, to, to like self-care after writing it because it was like reliving certain things. Do you think it was therapeutic that you wrote this? Yeah, I think it was therapeutic and hopefully it will be monetarily so. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
that your background is like writing and so I was a history um, and international business major okay um, I have international business minor. Yes, sister. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is going to pop on somebody's sick. eardrums. <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> We're very sorry about that. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, so bad. that was like... It wasn't that bad. No self-help. <laughs> definitely a lot of self-medicating and yeah. reflection. Yeah. Would you have done anything differently, looking back on it? Either of you guys. What do you think? No. Everyone I've, to- I've told, I was like, oh yeah, I... Like, People so was like, oh, how's Mary life? I was like, actually, like we didn't actually. Get oh, married. we're not. Married. Yeah, and they're like, oh, good. <laughs> like it's, I mean, a lot of people That's like great even reaction. my friends yeah. that tell their parents they're like, she's good. It's like she's a good girl for doing that because yeah. a lot of people just go through with the marriage That's because so they don't want their parents to be upset with them. They don't want other people to be upset with them, and they don't want to go through that like, like oh, what are people gonna say about me? But like, in the end, it's your life. You're in charge of your own happiness. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, that's, like, my life motto now. Like, God, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's a song by um, Diplo. Nice. Never, it's Revolution. And then the line that I always remember is, like, it's never too late to change your luck. So that's, like, my life <laughs> motto now. Nice. Like, it's I really, like, like, you're the only person that can do anything to change in your mm-hmm. life. So if you're in a bad situation, get out. Yep. That was my biggest motto. So, like, when I backpacked Australia, I feel like all backpackers have their own personal mottos because <laughs> you, need you are in such a foreign Absolutely. territory. Mm-hmm. And mine, let's see if I can get it right. Mine was, um, oh, no one's going to live your life for you. Yeah. So, yeah. If, if you're not happy in a certain circumstance, you can sit there and be miserable all you want, but yeah. it's not going to change unless you fucking do something. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that has been... It's been a really big thing with me when I'll be, like, a little down and out. And I'm like, okay, no, you got to kick your own ass and Mm -hmm. do something. Mm -hmm. You have to make the change, even if it's fucking terrifying. Because otherwise, nothing's going to change. God, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I did that, and then I found the love of my life. So, it just... It falls into your lap when you're, like, happy and thriving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't looking for anything, and then it just, like, appeared. So, I think... Yeah, happy for you too. Oh, I appreciate that. I don't know necessarily if I like. I am the own love of my own fucking life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that is you know. I'm seeing everybody. I'm like I love love. I'm not somebody. There's some days where I'm like fuck this. I'll never do this again. But that's not true. I mean, I think it's scary and I think it's great. Um, and I think it's so it's so fulfilling, um, to have another person in your life like that. And I would do it again. But at this point, I'm so just like happy, it genuinely happy being single. Like I can do whatever I want. I can do like there's no real. You don't have to answer to anyone, right? Yeah. And it's not like I ever would because I never really had to answer to a partner before. Like he, I mean, that's what he was. He was my partner and he was my strength. And it's hard to kind of not have somebody to lean on. But then I realized that it was kind of my own strength. That, like, I moved across the country with nothing but, like, a backpack and a fucking record player. And I literally, like, you know, I did, I created an entire life for myself. And I healed from this. And there were other things that had happened before that that I had healed from. And, like, it's not going to be ultimately the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And while it still is, like, yeah, it sucks. I mean, I can't, like, like you can't, nobody's going to live your life for you. You can't, like, let stop you from doing anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I don't think I would do anything differently. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think... The tattoo. I would not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not the palm tree. 
I got, I got a girl if you want to cover it up. Diana, we, about we did this. talk about this. I, w- I would go back and I would shake myself and be like, listen, you scrawny little bitch. Cool. Do not do this to your forearm. Get it on your ass. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, do you guys have any advice? Oh, that was going to be my question. Oh. oh. <laughs> for people, like, in similar situations. Yeah, or for, for people who are going through it now. Yeah. I mean, for me, if, like... If you're not married yet and you're, like, not sure that you want to get married but you're engaged, just, I guess, maybe extend your engagement and see if it works out. Like, don't get married to fix it mm-hmm. or your problems because mm-hmm. then it's definitely, it's not going to be fixed. Like, My parents did marriage counseling before they got married. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that, that would that's be a great idea. Mm, I don't know. Because Catholic Church yeah, should do that. I just have to get But I actually think that that's like a really good idea. I think it's a great yeah, idea. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do that. I would love, yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea because it brings up all the questions like money, kids, right. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. things that you guys don't necessarily buckle down mm-hmm. and discuss mm-hmm. on your own. Effective communication. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And There's, a mediator. Yeah. And that is correct because it's really hard to get outside of your own head mm-hmm. to like understand. Like I'm an over communicator, and he just was not a communicator. Because he's Irish. What well, exactly? Exactly. <laughs> Irish Sorry, background. We're sh- like we're that is. On the Irish. No, we are. Sh- and I like, and I am part Irish. So I'm like not like you know, but it's Irish background. Like his like mom didn't communicate. His mm-hmm. mom like closet drinks, and his dad is like kind of a condescending ass and like his sister like there was so there was a lot of blocks in that family right. and I should have known that it would have manifested itself somehow in him but obviously I couldn't know that and my family just is like it's on our sleeves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there it is we're just gonna scream it at you until, and that's not good either <laughs> so definitely yeah the therapy is good just the, communication, communication I will stick up for the Irish though because Tim is Irish and Slovak but, <laughs> does he have an accent? No. No, no, no. no. Why do I care about everybody's accent? Yeah. Everybody's accents are great. Wait. I will stick up for, yeah, I'll stick up for the Irish, too. I do think the Irish are great. No, I, um, they're, they're wonderful. I, I dated a wonderful Irish guy. But they're also, I mean, who was it that said that the Irish are impervious to psychoanalysis? Like, was that quote? Like, it's, <laughs> it's about, like, the Irish just being so repressed. And they are. And that background of Irish Catholicism is so repressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, though, like, advice-wise, like... I mean, they call it like, and this is, they call it going through it because you're, there's another side. Uh-huh. Like, there's mm-hmm. going to be, there is a light at the end of that tunnel. One of my, my favorite quotes is um, so everything will be okay in the end. If it's not, it's not okay, okay. It's, it's not, not the, the end. end. Yeah. That is, I, I knew Love you were going to say that yeah. is like one of the best because it's true. You're not going to get stuck there. It does mm-hmm. feel for a while like, for a while, it feels hopeless. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're never going to find love again. It feels like you're, like, you just get stuck in this place of just like, just it's horrible Mm -hmm. but you're not like you're never stuck there and you just have to like open up to a different perspective of the fact that like I've had that before where I've been like god damn like I'm gonna be alone forever but then like I look at you guys and then I look at like my support system and I look at I mean you know it's like it's kind of everywhere and you just have to look for it and get these things in different places and just repair yourself bit by bit and know that you're gonna come out the other side Okay, and even better. Yeah, even yeah. That's I think the I'm a better thing, person, even better, right? Because like I, I would, don't have that baggage, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would never. It's not like I'm glad for trauma, but yeah. I do feel like it puts so much in perspective for me that yeah. I am more mindful yes. and like well-rounded, and I think happier and like even, mm-hmm. but like just more aware of my happiness mm-hmm. because I know how bad it can be. That's what it is: being aware of your own happiness and being aware of 
yeah, just be just being more aware. It opens you up to the shit in your life. Mm-hmm. It opens you out to the holes and what's missing and what you can patch in and what you can fill. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, trauma sucks. No one enjoys it. But no. It, like, I'm still crying three years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Although I, mean, I have to say, I have spoken to you about your your breakup many, many <laughs> times, and this is the first time you've gotten emotional. So. That's because, well, yeah, I try to be very, right, because my deflector it's is the mood. It's the mood. It's, it's the, the mood. mood. It's the mood. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's it, huge. It's it. I was right. going to text right. our group message to be like, look at the moon. It's the moon. It's my ovaries are reacting weirdly. I don't know. It's the time of the year. Like, I think it's because it's so close to the date and, sure. like, mm-hmm. you know. It was uh, two days ago. It was, it was yesterday. I mean, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. And humor yeah. makes other people, like, more apt to deal with it, too, because sometimes mm-hmm. people don't know what to say. That's okay. And, yeah. like, I know that this is probably, ta- like, kind of tangential, but did you find, I wonder <laughs> if you found this too, Bernice, but especially with you, Andra, people want to know about your trauma to an extent but I found that even like my grandmother and my dad and whatever it was if you were letting yourself grieve and you found thought that you found this safe space and were upset about it it was immediately like we need to move on from this it's too real almost it was like, too much for them it's too mm-hmm. much for other people people don't want your bullshit that's no it's because it's not bullshit it's it's such raw it's just like it's too raw, raw, raw yeah people, people yeah. generally were like really supportive if I was really like raw and emotional and like being super genuine about it um but I really needed to use humor and a lot of people were like like I actually like really wanted people to like share and that humor with me because loss and like sudden loss is sort of funny and like there was a lot of funny like stuff around it right I really really like desperately wanted people to laugh with me Mm -hmm. and um sometimes my humor would like catch people off guard and make people really uncomfortable because they didn't know how to respond but like what I wanted most of all was like support on both ends of that spectrum right Mm -hmm. what's hard I think especially like with my parents they just wanted to fix me right my dad and my grandma just wanted me to be okay and be happy isn't that heartbreaking my father was just like I wish I could make everything better and I was like and you're like it's just gonna literally take time that's it it's like a hangover it takes time it does and my dad went through his own heartbreak with this though because that was his son like, right. I'm his, like, girl child. I'm his only child. Like, that was, like, his, like, because my mom's got another kid and, like, whatever. We've got a whole network of my family forest. And, um, it's, <laughs> we've but, got a forest. we've got, an, yeah, instead of a family oh tree, God, it's I my family that. forest. Um, we've got a whole <laughs> network of it. But, like, my dad and I are so close that, like, this was his son. Yeah. And so, like, him processing, he processed through it by getting really drunk at Comic-Con and punching my friend Dave in the face. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> because he had such, like, this, he was holding on to this residual anger for me and yeah. for himself yeah. and for, like, he, his future. He wanted grandbabies. He wanted whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck. Yeah. And that that's, but it's so hard because parents do, they just want to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like they don't, it's not necessarily it gives you what it. you need. Yeah. yeah. Not, at that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom called my ex. I was like, she'll <gasps> talk to you. I was like, no. What? She didn't even talk what? to you about it. Yeah, I know. I was so pissed at her. I was like, no, I already talked to him. What I don't was wanna... her thought process? She just like thought I was just being irrational. I just like didn't think about it. I Is was your like, mom like old school? Yeah, my mom's old school. Like she's like, we were living together. She's like, you're you're sitting yeah, for sure. My yeah. you're what? You're Can sitting. <laughs> she's Catholic. I was like, oh yeah. Two thousand what? 15, yeah. 16. I'm really sorry. Sitting. I'm going like, yeah. to be living with my partner. You're like my mom's very pious. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, my grandma. God bless her. She's she's a great woman, but she's just old school thinking. Yeah. 
Well, that's tough. And yeah. I mean, also good for you for <laughs> actually following your gut. Mm-hmm. And you No, know, I'd be divorced already. I know yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, sorry. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> no, no apologies necessary. But I just, it wasn't right for me, and I knew it, and I figured it out, and now. That's amazing. I mean, I that's. I found something that I, this is what I wanted. This is how I wanted to be loved. And does your like, my best friend now. And, Wonderful. Yeah. Does your mom like your new partner? Yes. Good. Yes. Oh, that's great. Well, at first she was like, like, I don't think you should be dating right now. Because it was like the same year that yeah. I started dating him. I was like, but she didn't know like the extent of my feelings for him. So right. like, I didn't want to like push it on her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, she's met him a few times now and like, yeah. she knows. And he's coming with me to meet my family in the Philippines in Yay! a few weeks. So. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's going to ask my dad. Oh! Awesome. <laughs> oh my so, God! So you heard it here first. Yes. So we'll we'll see. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Did he like talk to you about it? No, we've like okay. So <laughs> the first Surprise. week we were together, he like was just joking. He's like, "What if we like got married in a courthouse and like just like yeah. didn't tell our family?" I so have I was, a dress. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and then I'm I was prepared. like, "Wait, are you asking like you want to get married to me?" And he's like, "Yeah." So this is like the week? first week we're together. Are you okay? Yeah. So like it oh, was. Dude, I've done that. Yeah. I mean, same. I've done that. It for didn't sure. end well, but. But I mean, yeah, so same. far it's worked out really well. So, and so, like we have matching eleven eleven tattoos on our hands. Like he has the same one. Oh. So like it's definitely like a oh, serious relationship. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah. No. For me, the the rush into it's never worked out, but. That's not going to stop me. No, yeah. no, and it shouldn't. From rushing into from it, from loving with your whole heart, yeah, your whole yeah. person. It should Always. never. It yeah. should never. We don't. I don't have time yeah. for other crap. Like, God no. no I don't have time for games. Yeah, let me fucking yeah. love you. That's why we worked out so well. Because like when we first started seeing each other, we we're like, "Are you seeing anyone? No. Are you seeing anyone? No." It's like, okay, cool. Okay, like, great. Sweet. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. And so we like went into it really quick and really hard, but like it's been amazing. Like yeah. Nice. Everything's oh. been awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you guys have been, these are two really interesting perspectives, but I feel like you guys are both in very good places. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you got, you did it. You got yeah. through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and true. even if it still brings up emotion, you've still gotten through it. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. We did good, girl. Yes, we absolutely did. We Congrats, ladies. You've done it. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Currently taking applications for husband number two. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Oral Report. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Oral Report or email us at the Oral Report Podcast at gmail.com to have your questions answered in a future episode.